Hi everyone, this is New Era of Sustainability with Pakan. I am married to your host and best friend on everything sustainability. Welcome to the first episode of our Waste in Circular Economy series. We're getting started with the topic, the Circular Economy 101. Our resource is Mr. Adeleye. Mr. Adeleye is the founder of Pakam Technology. Mr. Leye, welcome. And how are you feeling this evening? Thank you. I'm feeling great. All right. The circular economy is becoming quite popular these days. How would you describe circular economy and what sets the circular economy apart from the traditional linear economy? Thank you. Uh, from a layman perspective, circular economy is when we take something from the ground, we extract like oil or cutting or wood, or you know, we cut things like that, and it goes through a process that refines that now make it a product. And that product is now sold to the market for us to use. And after we use the product, instead of us to throw it away, we collect it back mm. and we reprocess it. Mm-hmm. So that helps us not to go back to the soil, not to go back to the earth mm. to bring out new things. Mm. So it means what we have produced in the first instance mm. is what we are taking back, refining and refining. That is what separate economy is. Wow. What separates it from the linear economy is linear economy is when you take something out from the earth. Mm-hmm. It goes through that process of refining into a product mm-hmm. and you use that product and you just throw it away. Mm-hmm. That is linear economy. So then you are creating waste because you use and you dump. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. And that's, what's the, that's the difference between linear and circular. And the good thing about circular is that it creates more job. It creates more job because it goes round and round and round the cycle. And linear that you just use are you done? Okay. We can agree that there are specific benefits Nigerians can derive from adopting secular principles in their daily lives. In practical terms now, how does the core principles of secular economy apply to our local context? Uh, the core principle has always been part of our local context. While we're growing up, for some of us who grew up in the village, <laughs> I used to visit the village and I grew up there anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you will see even our grandmothers yes. who were involved in selling wrappers, use okay. wrappers, use clothes, mm-hmm. uh, use ashoki, as we call it there. Mm. Uh, they will use it to get some materials, uh, they will use it to get. Uh, plastic materials like bucket mm. and all that. Okay. At times um, they also recycle iron too. They will take it to those centers and uh, they get paid for it and all that. So that principle of circular economy has always been part of us. But the only gap I see there was it was not as elaborate as it is now. And of course you argue why it's not elaborate because um, of course consumption rate is also dependent on population 
the more population grows, the more consumption will come. And the more consumption comes up, the more waste you generate. Mm-hmm. Understand? So, and that has always been the challenge. And if you also look at the context at which Nigeria is fast becoming, fast becoming, is it fast becoming? Or Nigeria has become a consuming nation. So, which means we don't produce, but we, we just import in more materials and all that. So, which means the more you import also to consume here, the more you will generate a lot of waste mm-hmm. and all that. So, mm-hmm. that principle has always been with us. Wow. Moving on, we know that waste reduction is crucial for the preservation of our environment and the sustainability of our economy. How does the circular economy actively contribute to minimizing waste? Alright, thank you for that question. It's kind of technical, but I think I'll do I'll try to answer it to the best of my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, Waste reduction is key, and uh, waste reduction is also an integral part of the circular economy. And why it's an integral part of the circular economy is when you generate waste, and the waste is dumped like we uh, like we do have in the circular economy, then it's waste because it starts to pile up there. But when you generate waste, and that waste goes back into production into a new process and new production to bring out new material, then you have drastically reduced waste or eliminate waste that ought to have just been there. So you put it back. So it's no longer waste. And as I some practitioners will tell you, nothing is really a waste until it is really wasted. How do you still. know what is really wasted? So in as much is still going around, it is not waste, but it will get to a tiny line mm. it's just like you recycle plastic you drive you will mm-hmm. get to a point that it can't you can't recycle it anymore mm-hmm. so that process of process except you are not adding new materials to it and all that then you're giving it back life also so uh, other practitioners also still tell you that uh when we have system that work we can also run like zero waste okay. you understand? so either way by zero waste either way by circular economy either way by uh upcycling and all that it's still a way of reducing waste so that nothing is going to our landfill, nothing is going to our water bodies, nothing. So you reduce waste by doing that, by taking it back into the economy. Okay. Hmm, that's interesting. The circular economy opens new opportunities considering our local businesses. What advantage can these um, local businesses get by integrating circular economy practices like our market women and all those what would they gain from circular economy all right thanks so um there's much to gain um, in the area first of uh, the environment okay. uh, this materials are also constitute challenge waste uh of course that also comes with a tender consequence when it's being just uh um hazardly dumped and then um mingle with other kind of waste that now makes it to be uh, smelly and all that um, if this group sector this women this community mm-hmm. are involved in circular economy what mm-hmm. that does is that it reduces it helps them to reduce the uh, uh, what's it called 
the waste mm. uh, by reducing waste it also helps them to reduce the carbon emission mm-hmm. that that waste will generate and by also reducing the carbon emission it also gives them a healthy lifespan are you getting it and mm. uh, again but also giving them you know there's always this saying that uh, cleanliness is next to godliness mm-hmm. maybe they will see they'll they get to heaven <laughs> however uh, it's it's also there's also this saying that uh, a cleaner environment will give you a healthy environment mm. you understand so when your environment is clean you're always healthy you spend yeah, less you spend less on care so exactly. it has a rippling effect on your pocket mm. it has an effect on how much you're going to put into healthcare and all that you understand so and again if we then remove that we'll now go into the uh economic value of uh, circular economic and the reason why they should be there is the growth of circular economic now is now detecting that what we used to call waste is no longer with their resources mm-hmm. wherein we can tell you that you know what we want to buy your waste mm-hmm. you understand and that's why um other companies that are in the tech and the pakam leading to come up to also make that transaction kind of very easy mm. for people so that you can schedule for your waste they can call buy your waste in real time mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. so what does that do that also had money to your bottom line mm. understand so for instance if the sector uh, of the community if what they generate are just recyclable waste then which means they are no longer paying for waste mm. so what it means that the waste is not paying them and that's why we have the concept of hen as you waste. So if you're generating recyclable waste, don't lie to go to the market. Mm. Get involved in circular economy. And, uh, and again, for every time you get involved in circular economy, yeah. you create jobs. Because you're creating jobs not just across the value chain, you're creating jobs across the service chain. Mm. Somebody will come and pick that waste, is employed. Mm-hmm. Some people will process that waste. That's another employment. Their, that's another employment. Mm-hmm. Some people will uh, use that waste to do a new product manufacturing. Mm-hmm. So you have three to four line of service chain that will turn that product in. So by every time you you engage in circular economy and you recycle, what you're doing is that you are creating an enduring economy that helps one, two, three, four service chain mm. and at that we grow the economy we create more jobs we reduce the numbers of miscrack that we have in the community you know? mm. so i think um from the uh, final one is the fact that um we're also able to get people with the waste circular economy going now also able to bring them into the uh, financial ecosystem Mm. So you see a lot of people that oh they don't have an account to do all this, but by virtue of them getting involved in circular economy recycling, they're able to open an account now, mm-hmm. they're able to uh, transact their waste, and they're able to earn from it. So it's a vicious cycle. It's a really cool one. I mean, petty traders can roll out that expenditure where they use money to dispose their waste. Mm-hmm. Instead, they make money from the waste they generate. Exactly. Now, the next question. You know, the World Bank estimates a substantial increase in global waste by 2050. How can individual consumers, you know, the last time I asked you about 
local businesses? How can individual consumers in Nigeria contribute to and benefit from the circular economy? And what small changes can they make in their daily routines to promote sustainability? Um, sustainability is an art. Is an what? An art. Okay. Uh, you up till maybe two, three years ago, I've never heard of anything about sustainability. I don't know about it. I don't know. Um, but when I heard about it and I picked interest in it, mm. it became part of me. Yes. It became part of me in the sense that I just want to practice it. I just want to give it. And, and it revolves around me. So for instance, uh, in my house, I have I've built a soccery to take all our human waste, right? Mm. But I then saw some sustainable solutions that could make sense of those human waste. Mm. So I said, okay, you know what? Let's try it with my security guard. So we'll detach my security guard's house from the rest of the house mm. and we constructed a biodigester. Okay. And we said, then we connected it outside, it breaks down the feces, you know, and all that. And we took it to a garden. And even though that garden is just of white sand, mm. what came out of it was far mind-blowing. So we waited for two years and we saw that it was perfect. Mm. What we now did with the whole of the other house is to then condemn the soccer that we have spent so much money to sink mm. to now convert everything to biodigester. Wow. So what digester helps you to do is that it digests all this human waste, turn it to good clean water, and that water is now channeled towards watering of plants. Hold on, human waste. Yes. To water for oh my yes. God. So that is that is part of sustainability. Are you and serious? Like I said, it's an art. This is fast growing. Just a uh, couple of uh, weeks back, mm. uh, a major church here in Lagos asked us about that and we introduced them to the people that did us. That would be almost the second one now. Mm. And they've been able to convert the whole of the secondary school Sakawe uh, now into mm. a power digester. Not just by digester, that will not that will also take waste and also trap gas. Mm. And that gas from that human waste mm. can be used for cooking. Energy. Energy. So wow. that is how so, so it, 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 like if you don't want to if you don't see it like an heart, you want to love it. Mm. You understand? The fact that we're planting trees is mm. also part of sustainability. Yes. You understand? Because it helps to also reduce emission. I've never been a tree, a flower person in my life. Mm. But now the only thing I pick whenever I enter into any area is where are the flowers, where are the trees? Mm. I get in it. Um, it I, I, I'm getting so addicted that even in my house, I want to turn it to like garden or eden. <laughs> Toilet, city room, room, let everything else be full of flowers and all that. Mm. So that is also part of, uh, you know, uh, sustainability and all that. Then again, to not go to individual. Like I said earlier, um, Everybody generates waste. Everybody. Everybody. Yes. From a baby that is born today, mm -hmm. generates waste. Yes. Now, um, 
if you also look at statistics, the World Bank has estimated that uh, each individual in a day will generate 0.75k job waste. Mm. Uh, if you also look at the fact that other um, statistics, for instance, in Lagos that says Lagos State has uh, almost or over 6.7 million houses, mm. and then um, if you are going to judge that, an average household in Lagos, person uh, per household in Lagos is five, right? Mm. So if you divide that, which means Lagos State will be generating 9.6 million metric tons of waste in a year. Who will take that? I think that's the worst Where do all those waste look, go? Where does it go? That's the question. So if you now look and say, okay, you know what, let's even be extremely very conservative and say 40% of those wastes are recyclable waste. That means our recyclable waste is 3.6 million metric tons in a year. If your capacity is just 10%, that's six, 360,000 metric tons for you to collect in a year. And it's extremely ambitious. So you see that the waste is everywhere. Mm. So the same me that I will generate waste in my office, the same me, the same you, that you also generate waste at home. So when you come to office, you generate waste. You buy food, you buy drink, mm. right? Maybe you eat gala, the lilon, and all that. And if you still get home, you still generate waste. If you go to restaurants, you will generate waste. Mm. So at every point, you will generate waste. It's just like you wish yourself to. So if we then put it at the back of our mind that this waste should not contribute to environmental challenge, then you start to say, okay, you know what? There is a receptacle at the restaurant that I've just visited. Let me drop this small plastic there. Let me drop my nylon here. Mm. There's a dustbin in my office where we can put our recyclables. Let me drop it there. Let me drop it there. And it becomes a conscious effort. You understand? Mm. Um, you go to the bus stop and you buy drink because it's very sunny and you drink just to pull off yourself. And you just don't want to throw the bottle away. You feel that, oh, there's a receptacle at the bus stop. Let me put it there. That you are saving the environment. You are contributing to workforce. They're contributing to economic growth. They're just doing everything by just consciously. So you may not even say you are getting the money, but yet you are still creating job for others. Of course, where you are, if it's where you can get the money, why not? And that is why the application helps you. So if you decide to sit at the bus stop and should I do that, oh, uh, pack up, she come and collect it from you. You can be rest assured. All that at uh, the bus stop here, <laughs> you can admit the bus driver will come and collect it for you. So mm-hmm. you also still make money and you go and smile. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mr. Layet. That was insightful. Really insightful. Okay. Now, are there particular sectors or industries in Nigeria that are leading in the adoption of circular economy principles? And also, what insights can be drawn from their experiences? Okay. Oh. Because this circular economic principle, uh, as it were, as a topic, yes. is, is, is still in, the, in its infancy stage in Nigeria, not just in Nigeria, across uh, the 
conversation around it is getting higher and higher and higher. Yeah, it's building up. It's building up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, building up of it is also showing that it's sustainable. It makes sense. It's the right thing to do for the environment. Yes. It's the right thing to do for the earth. And I think that has been creating that self-consciousness amongst major corporations and industries uh, players. Um, I think many are trying. Um, if you see organizations like uh, Coca-Cola, mm-hmm. they are really, 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 really trying in terms of the support they give to the ecosystem. Uh, and that is from the food and beverage sector. Yes. Uh, I think I've been hearing conversation about maybe seven up now. Also, I think they, they are also. Aren't they the same company? Seven, no, they are not they're the same company. Are they the same bottling company? No. They're not. No. So, seven up to is is pushing ahead now, uh, as it were. However, um, so we can categorize those ones under the food and beverage, right? Yes. There are also some that are also trying in their own little ways. I get my point. But if I'm to, then we also have other industries players like, especially in the financial sector. Mm-hmm. Don't joke with Sterling Bank. Far I'm concerned, they're the biggest. Oh, yes, that's so, news to me. Um, not just in the area of circular economy. They are, they are the best. That's Sterling Bank. Yes, in terms of investment, it even the sustainability. Oh. Yes, then, so, their drive for circular economy, their drive for Sustainability is, is insane. Mm. It's insane. I I I just hope other and also emulated. If you see their new headquarters, they tell the headquarters is solar powered. The entire of the headquarters is solar Front, back, the whole building, the, the tower, the whole tower is covered with solar. Yeah. So tell me, you, you can't, and with the cost of diesel now, it, it's just. It's just the right investment to make. Definitely. So, and not just because of diesel, the the preservation of the environment to ensure that they emit less. Mm. Understand? So, does it have benefit? Massive benefit. Massive benefit. So, I think these are some of those corporations that I know that are doing excellently well, and they are also investing a lot in startups that are you know involved with this. Um, uh, also within the ecosystem, the industry of uh, sustainability and uh, recycling and technology supporting that and all that. So you can, I, I think they are worthy of emulation and all that people can look up to what they also do. Okay, that's really interesting. Thank you, Mr. Leia. All right. The circular economy comes with great benefits and of course, potential obstacles. What are some challenges and what strategies could help overcome these challenges? Investment. Uh, the biggest challenge with circular economy here is the absence of infrastructure to, to ensure immediate collection of all these materials. And that is a big concern. Um, 
that very to resolving that means all hands must be on deck mm. on deck and if i say how i love the deck is for you to know that the critical stakeholders to ensure that these things are well collected in real time and in case of the secular community needs to offer their hands together you have the regulatory body you also have the business um, bodies that are operating the business mm. in the ecosystem but however regulatory no regulatory business no business one thing is very key investment is key investment in the infrastructure to collect and also investment in the awareness because in this part of the world there is no awareness about this OP, understand? So awareness is also expensive. So uh, that collaboration between like the regulatory agencies and the businesses will help put the awareness across. And of course, the business also need investment to ensure that yes, they can put in place uh, the relevant infrastructure for them to be able to collect these uh, materials. That are uh, in a more secure and sustainable way. Mm. Secure and sustainable way means um, those infrastructures should not create another problem, mm-hmm. especially in the area of a nation. And that also helps to create stability. So don't solve one problem while creating another Let's explore the economic aspects of the circular economy now. How does the circular economy offer opportunities for job creation? I know you've mentioned that, mm. but can you like touch more on it, elaborate? Okay. Draw a picture for us. All right. So let me put to you, let me use plastic as an example. When you generate a pet bottle, mm-hmm. or when you generate a kg of pet bottle, a kg of pet bottle. Mm. You will probably put in your own pocket itinera packaging. Mm. The person that will come and collect it will tat in his own pocket for our plan, right? Mm-hmm. Within that tat in the people selling fuel, mm. if it's not battery, tricycle mm. uh, that you're using, if it's not. Uh, Solar power that are using the foil attendant will also sell for mm. and is able to sell that for because he's employed, right? So three people now is affected, right? Now, if it's solar and you need to charge battery, the battery point will need you need to pay for it. So the battery point who has bought his own battery solar policy will also end. That's that. Then when you bring this material to your hub. Your sorter starts to sort. Your sorter will take 20 naira per kg for helping you to remove the label, for helping you to remove the car. Interesting. Have you not gotten that? Then um, the baler who will compress these materials together will take 10 naira per kg. How many jobs now? Almost five, right? Yeah. Then, when that one builds all those materials for you, then you will now look for a logistic company who has a driver and uh, a support driver who will now come with a flatbed 
to take these materials on the truck. Mm. There was a twenty naira package. Mm? Wow. And load it and take it to where to go to. Now, when it gets there, in the process of loading, there are some people that will come there, they are called loaders. Mm. Put it that you're paying them five naira per kg and they load. That's another job, that's what they do. Then it goes, when it gets to the point that is needed, there are some. The job is also to offload. Put it at another five dollar package, right? Good. Then, when they offload, it starts to go through their process of wash line. In each line, there are people that are managing it: cold wash, hot wash, laboratory testing, probe, road, and it goes into manufacturing. It make new clothes. So it do uh, fiber. Like this, mm. so the the value chain and service chain is so long, and many people go and that's why up to date I'm the most convinced person in the world that will tell you waste management has the biggest potential to create the largest job anywhere in the world. I'm right behind you. <laughs> so that is the true situation of. Of this, that is the level to which circular economy can go a long way, create economic prosperity, mm. job opportunity, and access to jobs. Okay, now finally, the last question How do you feel right now, Mr. Leye? How do I? How do you feel right now? I feel stressed. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I feel stressed. Okay. Thank you so much, Mr. Adelaide, for your time and insight. We've learned so much about the circular economy, how it applies to both working class, local, everybody, in fact. And I'm sure the listeners have been inspired to make changes. And with that, we've come to the end of the episode. I feel really sad to go, but because i'll be back next time with something new for you until then go follow us on all our social media stay sharp drink water and end from trash with pakan bye